Welcome to Run This World. My name is Nicole DeBoom. I'm a former pro athlete turned entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you insights and inspiration from some of the world's greatest visionaries who will help you run your world in ways that you didn't even realize were possible. All in the framework of the amount of time it takes for the average person to run a 5K. That's 36 minutes and 38 seconds, give or take a mile. We often go long, so get ready. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get this workout started. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a great day. Um, It is holiday time. It's been holiday time for like a month. And uh, as of, oh gosh, what is today? As of mid-December today, I'm recording this on December 18th. We are literally one week away from Christmas time. And um, I know it brings a lot of anxiety to a lot of people. It's funny, I dressed up for Halloween, um, literally at the very last minute, as Santa Claus. (laughs) And it was because I had a pair of red skirt sports um, prototype fabric capris, and I saw the Santa jacket and hat that I got in Yorkville, Illinois when I visited my sister a few years ago and we did this like Christmas walk and um, I threw it on and off I went and it was a super fun day you know I like dressing up a little bit just so that Wilder has like a little partner in crime and sometimes Tim joins us or sometimes he's the photographer who dresses up in normal clothing and carries a phone to take photos but um It was really funny this year because while we were trick-or-treating, a couple women came up to me and they were like, you're giving me anxiety just by being Santa because Christmas time makes people crazy. And, you know, I love this time of year and I actually super embrace all of the I don't know, the family and the togetherness and the thinking about relationships is really important because of the guest I'm going to have on today. Um, And just being in the mindset where it's not all about you. It's about helping other people find happiness. And I love that. I love living in that space that's very true to who I am. Um, And it's really interesting because yet... I think people get anxiety because number one, the first thing I mentioned was family and family tends to bring up often a lot of old crap that we bury as we go about our normal everyday adult lives. And then when we're faced with like these big family gatherings and that family dynamic comes out, it makes people crazy because everybody tends to sort of go back to their old habits and thoughts and behaviors from when they were a kid. It's funny, one of my favorite holiday movies is Home for the Holidays. I don't know why, I discovered it like 10 years ago and it's brilliant. It's got the best acting, Um, it's funny, it's heartbreaking, it's everything that the holidays are, I guess, for us. So I understand it can be a really difficult time of year for people, but you know, all we can do is embrace where we are. If you want to ignore the fact that it's the holidays, 
um, and you feel great about that, whether you have kids or family or not, ignore the fact that it's the holidays. But it's really hard to do when all the messages around you are constantly blaring in your face that it's the number one thing to do right now is to be shopping, spending money, and buying things for the people that you love in your life. So that's another big source of anxiety. So it's family, it's spending money, and I think it's like the other thing is this sort of feeling of expectation, right? Like we're all trying to get the perfect thing for the perfect person, whether you're buying something or you're trying to provide them um, an experience. And what if they don't like it? I mean, that's tough. That's tough to think about, right? Because we're putting our heart and soul into this. Um, but here's, here's the truth at the end of the day. You can't control that. So all you can do is get your head into the space of the people that you love. And that is what I love most about this time of year is that it makes us think about our relationships. It makes us really think about the people we love and what they love and what would make their lives better, happier, more complete. And it's not necessarily, actually, rarely, about things that cost money. It's about time. It's about showing them you care. I guess I take that back. For little kids, it is about things that cost money, which is really super annoying because all Wilder wants is things that I consider maybe somewhat wasteful, like those LOL dolls and this new Ryan's World egg thing. So we actually refrained from getting her any of that. And I'm hoping she won't notice because we got her things that I think will have more of a, let's call it a a gift shelf life than five minutes. There are things that will continue to create experiences for her. So I'll, I'll follow up at some point here on how the Christmas gift giving went in our family. And I do recognize that many people out there celebrate holidays other than Christmas. Um, I talk about it as Christmas, but I mean, you know, generally inclusively, like however you celebrate your holidays, I, uh, I think it can be a, both a tough and awesome time for everyone. Honestly, I don't even know what I just said. It was like a big, huge ramble, but I have no idea if that resonated with any of you, but we are here in the final home stretch. So I wanted to recognize the fact that this time of year can be fraught with a lot of emotion. Let's just say that. Um, And today it's really cool because my guest, Macy Matarazzo, is a love coach. She specializes in relationships. And so when I when I found out about what Macy does, it was a surprise to me. I've been seeing this amazing chiropractor for probably 15 or more years in Boulder. His name's Larry Frieder. I go to him like once a year when I have a problem. He fixes it. I'm gone. But, um, you know, I keep going back to him whenever things rear their heads. And I was telling him about my podcast. And so he started telling me about what his wife does. I had no idea. In fact, I knew about Macy, but I don't even know if we ever met in person. I just felt like I knew her because of Larry. Um, So (laughs) she's multifaceted. I mean, she is a love coach and that is her sort of baseline career right now. But She does all kinds of other cool things, some of which you will experience in today's episode. So what is a love coach? 
Well, she describes herself as someone who helps women, she specializes in women, find unicorn love. And by that, it's the love that you think and want to think exists in the world, but you have never been able to find it yourself. And, you know, we talk about like, why, why do you, why do you hire a love coach? I mean, it does make sense. We hire coaches for everything else in our lives. Why wouldn't we hire a coach for our love life? And her answer is that when you step back and take stock of your relationship history, if you find it to be unsatisfying, just empty, not you're not happy with what you've been able to sort of accomplish in your relationship life, that's when you may look up and seek some help trying to figure out why your relationships haven't been what you hope they can be. That's as best I can explain it. And at the end of the day, it's not about like, hey, I'm just going to find like a Will Smith on Hitch, a guy who's going to just match make me with someone and it's going to work. It's what she does is she helps people dig inside themselves, figure out what they're doing that's limiting them and help them solve that. And they usually come out the other side open and ready. And the truth is the number one thing that you need to be doing, and it definitely transcends love um, and, and can be something that you need to be thinking about every aspect of your life is be yourself. Authentically be yourself. It's when we stop being ourselves and we start putting up facades that create walls, that create this persona, and and then, then we have to like stand up to it. You know, we have to be that person we say we're being. And if that person isn't really truly who we are, that makes life really hard. And it makes it really hard to find someone or be in a relationship and be happy from the core. So Macy is a gift. She's awesome. She's hilarious. We had a great time. We pulled out the uh, dead old lady secret recipe cookbook tarot readings. We do it all in this episode. Whether you are already in a relationship or you're looking for a relationship, whether you're a woman or a guy listening to this one, I think you're going to find some things that resonate with you no matter what. And if nothing else, it is entertaining. And if nothing else beyond that, nothing else, um, the recipe that we opened up to for me to read and work on my future with was stuffed wieners. So on that note, I hope you enjoy this one. Get ready for some fun. So Macy, thank you for the big drive from Longmont to Boulder. I saw you out there when I pulled up for my workout. I saw you too. <laughs> I recognize the skirt. Oh, <laughs> not the house and the address. It was like, I'm waiting for the skirt to walk yeah. in and then I know. Um, but you were like in the car doing some love coaching or something. Yes. Are you like always on the clock? Well, uh, pretty much. I mean, this specific week when we're talking I am in one of my most favorite things that I do every year is called love camp oh my gosh we must know about love camp it is phenomenal it is a five day it's a free experience that I've created for for women who struggle between 
the Thanksgiving and Christmas time. You know, sometimes it's hard when we're doing life alone and feeling left out or whatever it is. And even for other people too, who may have lost someone, it's really about how can we uplift during this time of year when sometimes things can get triggering and emotionally hard. Yeah, why does that happen? Even like this is, you're a love coach. You help single women, but this really applies to everybody. It does. So why are the holidays like that? Why do why does this like underlying anxiety just sort of start bubbling up with people? Well, I think it's a lot with just the pressures of, you know, people gathering together and um it's just a different rhythm. It is. Maybe it's expectations too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know what else? I'm, I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think like the big thing about holidays is it's about family. And then I think that a lot of people have like just tons of problems with their family that they never resolved. And so when they get together, it just brings it all out. Yes, I agree too. And so many questions. I actually created something recently that was all about helping people answer that question. Are you dating? Are you seeing someone? All the things that your family asks. Yes. And it gives some scripts, not like I need to tell people what to say, but it gives ideas around how to respond in a way that actually nurtures your love story. So it actually supports you. So so you're not dreading being asked that question. You're actually like, okay, I know what I'm going to say. And it's actually supporting me okay we need to dig into this so let's talk about what how what do you what is the script or what do you how do you nurture this well there's eight different ones and now i'm probably gonna blank um just give us a few yeah (laughs) well you know there's one called the celebrator i think it's called the celebrator well that's the energy of it anyway and and basically that's responding in a way that says yeah, you know, you. I'm glad you asked about love because there really are a lot of things that I actually am loving in my life. You know, and being able to acknowledge what's working for you, that is such a powerful thing. And actually today at Love Camp, our whole love adventure was about acknowledgement. And this is a game changer because if you're not acknowledging yourself or acknowledging what's working, or even having those vulnerable moments where you're acknowledging what isn't working, then you're not going to be able to move forward. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm sitting here going, yeah, you help single people, but I feel like this transcends and anyone listening, whether you're in a relationship or not, these concepts of acknowledging yourself and your needs, is that like kind of the core of it? I think it, yeah, it's all of it. It's it's acknowledgement of yourself. It's acknowledgement of where your your greatness is and and oftentimes we undermine it or just dis, or dismiss it or or deny ourselves that honor of ourselves. It's like I know there were times in my life where 
it seemed, oh, egotistical or conceited or something to actually do that for yourself. But it's everything. And with me, with my love coaching clients, that's actually something that we do regularly is, is acknowledge what is working. Because if we are saying, oh, yeah, I went on a date this week, but I could have gone on four, you know, then we're basically going back to zero. Because you're downplaying what you actually did and what's working yeah. by saying like, I'm not enough because I didn't do enough. Right. Oh, I'm <sighs> sure you see this with athletes all the time. Oh, for sure. I mean, most people who are driven. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's everyone. An, that's an interesting concept, being driven to finding love. Can we talk mm, about love yeah. for a minute? I just like, what's the big deal? Like, why do we have to have it? Why are we driven to find it? And with like a partner, because there's like the love that we have for our, our family, our parents, our kids, you know, our friends. But like, why are we driven to this like deeper partnership type of love? Hmm, that is a really good question. I love it. I would say. I love it. I, w- <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> I would say that, you know, as humans, we are, we are wired to connect, So we come out of the womb and what are we doing? We're looking for that caregiver or mother or we're looking for those eyes. And so there is that natural desire to connect. As far as like romantic love and the depth of what I see people wanting right now, which is a real soulful connected, meaningful, spiritual connection in a lot of ways that is beyond what other generations were creating. So, you know, you look at our grandparents and great-grandparents and a lot of those relationships were really part of survival, that's true. And in other cultures, they're arranged. Yeah. You don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. There's practical reasons why people are, you know, putting two different people together right. to help their situations or their parents' situations. Right. So it is actually more, I'll say complicated, but I don't want to make it sound hard or impossible, but it is something that we are seeking more. And so sometimes I think people can get discouraged because they're not finding love. And I will say, because this is my work, I know there are ways to expedite that and make it easier as you get more clear and you're doing the inner work and and you become more at peace with who you are that changes it but you know really it is it is more than what other generations were asking for that's that makes a lot of sense and i actually hadn't thought about it like that that what we're seeking out of our love relationships has evolved mhm it's amazing mm-hmm. you know i've um, i mean i've read a little bit about things like pheromones and you talk about like these instant connections and you know 
Like you can literally look at someone and feel that you should be together or whatever. Is that all like a bunch of like bull or is that real? You know, it's whatever it is for each individual, I think. You know, I don't like to set an expectation for people that it's going to be like this or like that because there are infinite numbers of amazing love stories out there and they're all different. So I can say for myself, when I first met my beloved laser beam Larry, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> wait, let's pause. Yeah. Let's give Larry a little credit here because he actually brought us together. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's made our love connection happen too. I know. He's definitely um, good at that. You know, Larry Frieder is a local rock star um, in the chiropractic world and in the health and healing world. He's got another business called the Enlightened Gut. Yes. Yeah. His, his uh, logo is a pile of poop. Is a poop meditating? <laughs> because it's meditating. It's meditating. Of course. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Um, so Larry's just awesome. I've been seeing him on and off for like 15 years. Yeah. And uh, I was telling him about my podcast, and he's like, actually, my wife, and I knew like he had gotten married years ago, and you know, I knew about you. I feel like we known each other for a really long time um and he was like she's doing some cool stuff and he gave me your flyer and love doctor and i was mm. like oh hello she must be <laughs> on the show not to mention the old lady um dead old lady secret recipe tarot <laughs> we're gonna do one of those today connect to the dead <laughs> lunch ladies in the sky <laughs> totally um, so, you know, that's another thing is like mm-hmm. these connections that we get yep. that lead us to other people in our lives. But, you know, I really want to actually have you share your love story. Yeah. I, I'd love to hear your mm-hmm. experience with yes. why you didn't have it before and then why Larry? Yes. I love this. I mean, obviously, it's my most favorite success story in my life. And... You know, I grew up with parents who said, you can do anything. You know, I had a sister and it was just the two of us girls. And it was a time, I'm 51. So it was a time when people were really encouraging women saying, you can have it all. And so I really felt that. And I'm so grateful for that. And just as I grew up, I just thought, oh, for sure, I'm just going to meet someone, get married, have babies, like do the thing. And I went to college. Um, It didn't happen. You know, I met a lovely man there, but I was I was really driven to make money, honestly, to be successful in the the workplace and to to be that woman who could take care of herself. And there was that feeling that it was like not cool to need anyone or um, I I think part of it was like, I thought it wasn't cool to want a husband, but I did. So, I mean, did that drive for career and like financial success create walls or like were you treating men differently or, you know, and the other thing is it's not, we can't assume like, you know, men, like it can be anyone, right? Right. And so were you putting walls up towards letting love or intimacy in because of your drive? Well, I think there was a sense, what I call sort of 
back burner dating. I always wanted a person in my life. And I was really pushing forward with with work and wanting to take care of myself and follow my dreams, that kind of thing. And I had relationships. It wasn't like I wasn't having relationships, but there was a lot of inner stuff that um, I recognized that I really didn't think I could have what I wanted anyway. Um, if I was really honest with myself, I just felt like an outcast. I felt like a weirdo. And so I think that was also a layer of it. There were multiple layers, but it was finally around like, I would say my 40th birthday when I was looking at my life and, and I was single and looking around and I was the only single person in my friend group. Other people married, even had teenager kids. And I thought, wait a minute. I wanted this. I want to figure this out. And so along the way, were you having like playing around with relationships, but they just were failing? They weren't fulfilling you? Well, what was happening was I really just thought, okay, well, if someone likes me, I'll give them a chance. Oh, that's dangerous. Isn't I know. It? I mean, I don't know. I've been there too. You know, you're just, it's been a long time for me because I was in basically just out of college when I got married. But like, I remember that feeling of not being able to say no almost. Like, all right, well then I guess I'll go on a date even though I really don't think this is going to be an option. Well, it was a combination of that and a combination of I was pretty good at seeing good in people. So there would be like one thing I'm like, well, that's really cool. He plays guitar. And then I would <laughs> totally ignore a million red flags and just latch on to the thing and be like, oh, yay, I'm going to fall in love now, you know. So there's there there are a lot of things that get in our way in terms of not feeling worthy. I felt you know, like I was too much because I was too weird, too, too kind of quirky. Okay, wait, you got to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, first of all, like I'm looking at you. You're amazing. You have unicorn hair. You have awesome flair on like jewelry. Your, your clothes are like so fun and cool. And you just look like you're confident in who you are. Were you always, did you, is this what you mean by quirky? Yeah, I mean... Keep in mind, I, I had a corporate job for a while, so there was there were some limitations, and, and I didn't look this unicorn when I was there. But inside, I, I definitely felt this, and in my spaces, I had this creative thing going on. And it was actually interesting, because I finally, around, uh, I don't know, 40-ish, I did meet someone. I met someone really fantastic. He was... A, uh, he was rich. He was a realtor. He was fancy. <laughs> he was hilarious. Fancy. Oh my and gosh. And he was gaspingly handsome, seriously. And he liked me. And I thought, this is it. And it was so uh, funny because just um, a few weeks after we met, and I thought this was it, my parents were coming to visit. So they came to visit. I thought, oh, great, we're going to meet. They came. We had coffee all together. You know, he went back to his job or whatever. And then we went back to my cute little bungalow in Denver. And my parents sat me down 
never with this tone before, sat me down and said, Macy, if you think you're going to keep a man like that, you're going to have to stop being so weird. (gasps) It was a huge bomb drop. And I was crushed. And I was I was so confused. I'm like, I can't believe my own parents are telling me I'm too weird for love. My biggest fear, and then they're saying it out loud to me. And so what happened was a few weeks later, he dumped me and I was devastated. Did it, you try to stop being weird and that's why? Well, this is what I what I know now. So it's kind of interesting because I was devastated by that and and then I look back now and what I know is that my parents know me. They know who I am. They know how creative I am. They know how quirky I am and they love that. I didn't show that to him. I was playing this like corporate woman holding up this successful kind of serious image that wasn't really who I was. So clearly they saw the truth. And that was such an amazing wake up because now I realize I wasn't being weird enough. (laughs) Which really what I mean is I, I wasn't really expressing myself or I was afraid to in that space. So that's really when things started change. I got support which is why I do love coaching now. I got support. I really focused. I took relationship from the back burner, put it on the front burner and, and declared, this is important to me. I want this. And oh everything changed. Okay, so what happened next? Then, <laughs> then within months, really, in doing the practices I teach in my Love Muffin coaching program, I attracted a whole new caliber of person. And it, you know, I met a couple people before I met my beloved Larry, um, and they weren't the they weren't my person. But what I noticed was they were different. Like they were interesting. They were smart. They were successful, and I really appreciated who they were. Whereas before, I was kind of my mind was blown. Like, why are these people interested in me? We have nothing in common. And these people, I felt like were much more aligned, but that's because I was more aligned with me and I actually had done the inner work to let that in. Oh my gosh. I need to hear a little more about Larry. <laughs> I know. And then, <laughs> then it was just one day, I was in my cubicle at work. He's, I got a message and I had this whole rating system that I created that I teach my clients. <laughs> Wait, and was this an online dating situation? It was situation? an online dating okay. situation. Mm-hmm. We we met on match.com and he wrote me and it was very amusing. He had adorable pictures and I ran over to my friend in her cubicle and I said, I have a five-star candidate. And my rating system only went to five stars. It was like it exploded your right. rating system. It was the first five star. So that meant the the three star and the four star that I had in queue to go on a second date with had to go. Well, they never had a date. Yeah, they didn't stand a chance. Nope, they didn't. And really, it flowed from there. So, you know, do I want to set the expectation that it that happens that easy? But let's keep in mind I did the inner work and there was 
a lot of um, conscious choices that I made that were different than before that created a different result. So like, I think the biggest message I'm hearing is we can't, we have to stop compromising ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have to be ourselves, which sometimes is hard because we go through phases in life when we we lose ourselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like we're in those weird places anyway, mm-hmm. right? But I'm hearing from you like, if you find yourself putting on facades and trying to be something that maybe isn't totally true to you, you're not going to, any relationship you spark during that time probably won't last. Right. Wow. Okay. Well, and it's, it's one of those things where I didn't even know I was doing it. You know, that's the hard part. So for people listening, I don't know, what what's your message to them then on how to determine if they're being true to who they are? Yeah, I would say that honestly, with these kinds of things, it can be a blind spot. And the only way that I've worked through that is having the reflection from someone else. Wow. Okay. So because the people you work with have already have realized that they're struggling with love, with Mm -hmm. relationships, whatever, and they've decided that it's time to seek help. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk a little bit maybe about what you do. Yeah. Well, here's what happens before they come to me. And this is how you know that it would be a good idea to make a choice like this is that you're looking at your love life. You're looking at what's happening. You're looking at the kinds of relationships that you've had up till now and you're not liking it. It's not what your heart desires. So if you're looking into the world and you're not liking what you see, then that's the time to get some reflection to see what is it that is in the way of that. Because honestly, it's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with you. That this is just how our body works. It creates these protective measures for our nervous system. And that's a good thing. And oftentimes they're outdated. Because we've been carrying them maybe from childhood or from a relationship 20 years ago or whatever it is. And that's when it just takes some consciousness and care. And it's all something that can transform. Well, one of the things you said earlier, too, is that you made the declaration Mm -hmm. that this is important to me. Yep. I want this in my life. So some people may carry like weird feelings around saying that about marriage or relationship or love. But I think that's really important. And then the other thing you said is that once you made that decision, you did the work. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that doing the work is what you help people now do. Yes. But what did that look like for you? Well, this was a time when I didn't even know that love coaching existed. Did it exist? It probably did. And I did work with a coach, a spiritual teacher that really helped me to access more of me. And that was a huge part of it. And then there were a lot of other processes that I did just in seeking help from other people too, 
So it was a combination of things that was really the magic formula that I, even before I chose to do this work, I started sharing because I was so excited about it because having Larry in my life has exponentially made life more phenomenal. And when you have the right person in your life, it's just, I, I, it's hard to even put words to it. It's just so amazing to have your back. And there's been countless stories and ways that we've created and laughed and played together that have been really why I want to be on this planet. So that's why I was sharing it. And as I was sharing it, not even thinking, oh, I'm coaching people or I'm teaching them something valuable, their relationships were changing. You know, some of the most extreme things that I've seen with people, a woman who had 18 cats, she was still living with her ex and she was online dating and no one was responding. After working with me, she had three different candidates that were awesome and had a plan to move in with one of them and since has gotten married and moved to Florida. So, um, so many amazing success stories like that, that that's when I was sure that this was my mission. Oh my gosh. Well, when we talked earlier, like, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, you mentioned a couple of methods that you actually use Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you didn't dream up everything on your own. You've had some guidance from others and you've, fine-tuned things for, you know, how they work for each client. But I was really interested about the, uh, you called it regenerating images and memory? Yes. Is is that the name? It's regenerating images and memory or called RIM facilitation. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what is, like, tell me how that works. Because I, it sounds like for a lot of people, their issues were planted earlier in their lives Mm -hmm. and festered and they Mm -hmm. may not even realize it. So are you trying to kind of like dig up the core of what, where these issues lie? Well, it's so interesting because our bodies really, our body is the subconscious mind. So these stories and these emotional experiences are living in our body. And like you said, yeah, we may not even be aware of what that is. That's what it is. When it's in the subconscious space, it's driving and we're not necessarily aware of it. Because once it's we're aware of it, we can change it. So what regenerating images and memory does is it uses the imagination as a translator of that. So when we go into our imagination, our imagination is connecting into our body, it knows exactly where to go. And once that comes into form, then it's in the conscious mind and can change. So where we once had maybe uh, memories from the past that brought up difficult emotions, when you do regenerating images and memory, it's like it unlocks that difficult emotion from that memory and gives it a new thing. So that's what the regenerating part is. Oh, do you have any examples? Like, did you do this for yourself? Yes. I mean, I've done a lot of these <laughs> for myself. Yeah. Um, well, let me think of an example. Um, well, I had a client once who 
um, one of her her challenge with relationship was she would meet people and then they would go away. Like she never, she always felt like she scared men away. That was her thing. I scare men away. So what what results in that is a woman in a relationship who doesn't express her needs, who doesn't want to show emotion, doesn't want to rock the boat for fear that she'll scare him away. So when we did a regenerating images and memory session, we went into her body and what came up was this time in her childhood when she remembers being at home one day with her dad and then another day no more dad like dad gone 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 and that was when she created the story that she did that Mm. and so when we changed that she actually called in a relationship where the guy was like right there for her and stuck around and it was just a different energy altogether so it's like almost been in her mind she's she's creating an environment where men don't stick around or maybe Mm -hmm. she was leaving and didn't realize that she was the one actually leaving but like because so it's a mindset switch yeah well it we do recreate those experiences unconsciously wow I think that is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, it does, to me, transcend like this whole concept of love. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it transcends and can move into the rest of your life too. Not just- Absolutely. It's not different. Relationship mm-hmm. is everything. I tell people that. I've had people come to me to work on their businesses, come to me for health things because it's relationship with our body, relationship right. with our mission, relationship with spirit, relationship with money, everything. Yes, I I love it. You know, um, I was thinking too about, so when women contact you and how do you know to take a client? Do you just take every client or do you do like an interview process? I do an interview process. It is doing coaching like this where we're doing a lot of one-on-one stuff mm-hmm. is an intimate experience. Right. And so... I sometimes like to call myself the the placeholder boyfriend or girlfriend <laughs> for my clients because it is in that relationship giving them an experience of having someone who does have their back. Yeah, and that's what they need. Mm-hmm. I love that concept of having your back. I think we've all felt at different times in our relationships too that we start to disconnect sometimes. Mm-hmm. And suddenly you just keep pushing on the same thing, thinking that the other person's going to turn around and like see it your way mm-hmm. or like change what they were doing or whatever. And and then you reach a point where you're like, well, neither of us have each other's backs anymore. Mm-hmm. We're just sort of acting in our own, you know, uh, on our own behalves. Oh, it's hard. And then oh. trying to operate as like a connected family and it doesn't work. It stops working. So do people come to you who are already in relationships? Well, that is a a good question. Generally, we work together until they get into a relationship. And then what you're talking about is such a huge part of it. Because when I first started working, I wasn't working with them throughout the whole process. It was 
me helping them be ready for love, but then there's the dating and then there's I met someone I really like and I don't want to screw it up. And so now I have all three phases, which is before dating, dating, and oh, I found someone I don't want to screw it up. So when you are in relationships, and I have had people come to me in relationship. I mean, all all things are possible, but um, mostly what I would say around that is that I help people with that creating the foundation of supporting each other and being able to understand when to when actually supporting your partner is going to serve you. Got it. Okay. Awesome. So one of the um, tactics you use is the dead old lady recipe tarot readings. Mm -hmm. Did I say that properly? Dead old lady secret recipe tarot. (laughs) And this is something I just, I feel like it's so amusing and so fun. And my clients like it. I wouldn't say it's a core part of the magic formula, but it's definitely a fun one. (laughs) It's a fun one. And so the idea is you can find meaning in a lot of different places, Mm -hmm. if depending on what you're looking for, right? And how you translate things. So when you showed up, um, we first thought maybe you'd forgotten your cookbook, right? Or your recipes, recipe cards, which are in a cool little like Rolodex type note card container so we pulled out this old cookbook i have from um my elementary school it's called butter in love recipes yes i love these from the elizabeth ipto cookbooks and and so maybe we could um maybe so how does this work you just open it up and whatever you see is the recipe you're gonna read and i do actually work very intuitively i mean i've always been an intuitive and done readings and stuff and then I then I had this moment with recipe cards especially these old ones and you know these these dead people felt like they were talking to me so I know that sounds really woo woo but um <laughs> no it doesn't we've talked about this stuff so, before on the show <laughs> yeah so anyway um yeah I mean this is something where honestly it's pretty profound it, it sounds hilarious and amusing in so many ways, but like so many times people's mothers show up, their grandmothers oh show up. Gosh. Last night, somebody's mom showed up because the name, a name came through and it was her mom. Well, can we do this for yes. me? Yes. So I thought maybe we could do like a funny one because I already opened my cookbook okay. and it went to a, a specific recipe that okay. I found to be hilarious. But maybe then we could do a real one. Yeah. Well, it's not not real. So we'll just say that no, is what no, you were no. guided. Right. I was to, guided. To um, which, yeah. Okay. This is hilarious. Do you see it? Uh-huh. Is it there? So this is. Oh, it's over here. It's on the other. There. There it was. Oh, is this this? Oh, yeah. The stuff. It's, so you got stuffed wieners. <laughs> um, That's the page. I yes. <laughs> so do you have a specific question? Um, I mean, I think maybe from a relationship perspective. Well, anything. Anything you would like insight on. Yeah, what's going to happen? That's my question. <laughs> what's going to happen? I've actually, I'm going through a lot of challenges with my business mm-hmm. right now. And then I'm. I'm leaning heavily on my relationship with Tim and I feel the pressure okay. he's under. 
Okay. And then I'm trying to be like the happy mom at the same time and not, yes. and protect my daughter yes. from all this. Okay. That is really helpful. Okay. So let me just look. I should have brought my reading. I'm going to bring this close. There um, okay. So stuffed wieners. What they're wanting to tell you. Hold on. Sometimes it takes a minute. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So interesting. The first thing that they're wanting me to tell you is that they're because they're talking about splitting them the long way. So they're really <laughs> I want to laugh so much. You can. Okay. You can. The, the, <laughs> what they're saying is they're they're reminding you that you don't want to stuff it all in. Because it's literally stuffed wieners. Like it's yes. that's not <laughs> that is very dirty sounding. Um, <laughs> no, but it is that's so true. But, but when you split it, then there's actually more surface area. So where in this experience are you not opening up to more space? You're so right. I'm trying to like I'm it's hard to open up when you're going right. through stuff. You don't know how much to share. Well, so you yeah. do end up stuffing a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, right. And that's actually okay. Yeah. Cuz what's going to happen here? Okay. Wow. Okay. So then they're also talking about wrapping bacon around the wieners. <laughs> So that's that's a lot of extra meat when we're already dealing with some meat. So, you yes. know, so it does sound like there's, you know, a lot on your plate. So what they're saying is they're saying, what else can you do to not have to add so much to this moment? Like, can wow. you have a wiener? And, and do some bacon next week or something like that. Oh my God, that this is, is so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, they're up there. So just so you have a visual, um, they're up in the kitchen, like there's this kitchen and there's like a bunch of these old ladies and they, sometimes it's just like one of them comes out, but right now there's like a couple of them and they're just like, oh, they're kind of like, no, 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 no. You know, they're like, that's way too much. That's way too intense. Let's just talk about how intense this is. It's hot dogs. It's a lot of intensity. It's the wieners. Yeah. It's bacon. Hello. <laughs> and then it's, it's mashed little, potatoes. It's a lot of cholesterol. There's mashed potatoes in there. There's mashed potatoes Wait, are you stuffing it too. Them? Wow. Yes. So, you it's know. It's all artificial. It's not good for you. Yeah, it's, n it's not good for you. And it's not... Um, Frankly, it doesn't even make sense. No. So this is the time to simplify, even consider another recipe altogether. <gasps> because oh what when you're when wow. you're when you're in conclusion that hey, this is it's stuffed wieners, then guess <laughs> what? You can't have anything else. You couldn't have a tofu pup. You couldn't have just like a, a veggie pocket, you know, or something else. Like you've decided stuffed wieners and now you're going to be with stuffed wieners and you're going to have the pain <laughs> of stuffed wieners. So this is the time to consider wow. what else is possible. Wow. Oh my gosh. They really want you to look for a different recipe because 
there is, you know, like you've said earlier, there's mindset that, you know, if it's thick and greasy, it's going to be thick and greasy. What can you choose that is sort of lightness for you? Oh, my gosh. This is heavy. What oh my is gosh. what is in your space that's light right now? Okay, stuffed wieners is not in my space. Yeah, okay. I need to move it out. Right. And you're right. Like, th- I didn't even, I would never would have thought about it that way. But they're telling you, I need, yeah. to, I need to consider a new recipe. Yes. Wow. And here's the thing. Wow. This you actually don't need fits. To know, it's very fitting. You don't need to know what that recipe is right now. I would just say body what is my recipe for this body what is what is the lighter what are the lighter choices for me and then live your life and you're going to be inspired you'll crave you'll you'll meet someone you'll there'll be people who come into your field or things or opportunities that are here to contribute to this Plus, I feel like if I actually ate one of those stuffed wieners, it would be a really bad situation in my body. Right. So <laughs> so it sounds like this situation has been some biting off of some stuffed wieners and it it's time to put the wiener down. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best counseling session I've ever it is pretty amazing. I mean, this that is, is the thing everybody. Oh my god, um, they know. Can can you do these readings for people like who don't live here? Oh yeah. Oh, it's so, on my website. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's worth it. I think you need to do one of these. I like want to keep doing. That's all I want to do now with the time we have left. Is like let's keep let's choose another recipe. Can we just do one short yes, one? We totally let's can. choose we'll another do. recipe. I'm gonna I'm gonna you go guys, in. I'm so sorry. I just to can't. Abigail. Okay, is, Abigail. Who's this? This is Abigail. This is okay. a deck in. Oh, can I? See and the it's front? just a metal box okay. with really cute like painted oh, um, images on. You probably okay. recognize this from your grandma's house, awesome. where she collected these recipes. And let's keep in mind the power of this okay because this is um these are recipes collected this this these are foods these are things that were cherished and coveted so there's so much magic here so i'm gonna go ahead and pick a card is there another question you have um so i guess my other question is like how urgent is the new recipe um selection Okay. <laughs> well, sorry, I'm coming off a cold. Here's there the we thing. Go. <laughs> um, do you mind if I intervene on that? Um, I think you know the answer to that. Oh, I mean, what you're choosing right now with the wiener is not feeling good. So that means choose something else, ASAP. Um. What if we did a general reading for your audience? Let's do a general reading. Just whatever. Whoever's listening right now, know that this is for you. Specifically for you. And think about something that you're wanting insight on. And I'm reaching in right now to pick out a card. And... We got 
Oh, boy. What is this? Sometimes it's hard to read these. Let's see. And that is interesting. Okay, so whatever it is that's going on, I mean, honestly, I can't even read her writing for what this says it is. It's like still slow and um, I have no idea. All I know is what I can read is it says there's cream sauce. So, okay, this is good. So here's, here's the message for you out there. Whatever it is that you are focusing on, it is, they are inviting you to have more clarity. They're inviting you to be like, put it in front of you and really look at it. Be so honest with yourself about what it is that is happening. Because I can't even read this recipe title because it's so blurred and scribbly. So that tells me that there's something that needs um, more focus. And then the part I can read is cream sauce. So I like this. This has like a nice polarity to it. So it's inviting you to really be honest and look at, okay, what do I truly desire? You know, because sometimes we can desire something, but we have limitations on it. Like we'll say, well, I want to have a relationship as long as, you know, they kind of tolerate the fact that I'm Catholic, that's good. But wait a minute, what if it's that you want a relationship with someone who loves going to services and that you get to do that together and it's just so meaningful for you. So that's the kind of example of really claiming what you want. The next thing was the cream sauce. I love it when sauce comes up because what is cream, especially cream sauce. You know, cream sauce is the thing that, it makes everything better. So that is you. Remember that you being a part of whatever it is that, you know, you desire, that your, your being you does make it better. So you are the cream sauce for your creations. What's funny is I did see on the back crab meat oh, and yes. Parmesan. Oh, I love that. So, and it's fresh. So that's, that's also, I love that. So fresh crab meat. So that, you know, I know some of you are like, oh, does that mean I'm grumpy? No, it doesn't. Actually, what they're wanting to remind you of right now is to stay in the moment, to stay in the moment. Because if you're not listening to the things that are showing up in response, because timing is a thing. Like if you've been asking for even, um, a love relationship and now you're listening to this how is this not a perfect match right now that you are being supported by the cosmos to hear this right now so being able to celebrate that and so okay and that is so the freshness there because if you have something that shows up in your life and you're like oh yeah I wanted that but um not now I can't afford it or I can't do that or no, you know, you're denying that actually something that you've been wanting is showing up. This happens a lot with money and um, people where we're not really recognizing the support, the 
amazing manifestations that are happening. We have ideas about what it's supposed to look like. Oh, I'm only making money from my job. And yet you get a back tax refund thing in the mail. And it's like, okay, wait, money's coming from a lot of different places. So yay. So that's what that means. Be fresh in the moment. Know that you are a significant part of um, your creations, just your energy. And to be honest with yourself and really claim what you want. That was totally awesome. I think uh, I think I'm going to ask everybody listening to this one <laughs> to tell us how that resonated with yes. Them. Oh my gosh, or the stuffed wieners. I mean, hey, I know it's those two. <laughs> every reading is for everyone who listens to it. If you're totally. listening to it, there's something there for you. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, let's get practical for a minute. Now let's, um, we talked a lot about like how you do the work and you dive in and, and different ways people can work with you and open themselves back up being themselves. So say they're ready. Mm -hmm. And I've heard this so much from friends of mine who later in life find themselves single for the first time or have been single for a long time Mm -hmm. and are like aggressively sort of deciding to get back out into the dating world. Mm Mm-hmm. And now there's this thing called online dating Mm -hmm. and it's been around for a while, but many people I know didn't experience it until later. Right. And it's confusing and it's seems hard. And they all say to me like, oh, dating's just really different now. Mm -hmm. So what kind of practical, is there like a 101 you can give people? Or you even mentioned you had a five-star rating system. Like yes. How, what can you tell people to help them navigate maybe the beginning or all of this process? Well, I would say, I mean, obviously I'm going to say get get support in it. And I would say before that, you don't have to be ready for that. Like you're not going to be ready. If you are knowing you want a relationship and you're feeling like, oh, I don't know what to do, then you're probably not feeling ready. And that's actually the best time to ask for help. And modern dating world is different. It's fast. It's It can feel intense. And the thing is, when there are insecurities and fears lurking within and you put yourself online, you probably are going to feel that because it magnifies it. So just to be aware of that, be aware of that. And that is an indication that it's worth doing the inner work around relationship before doing that. Because once you do, it can be super fun. I mean, really, let's let's boil it down. What is what is online dating? It's just a software app. It's not here to hurt you. And yet, if you talk to most people, the general story is, oh, it's scary. It's full of scammers. They're jerks, losers. Actually, there are just a lot of people who also want connection. And when we can remember that there are real humans on the other side, then that can be an important part of the transformation. For me, it was huge. Got it. Okay. So then uh, there seem to be like tons of different services now. Mm -hmm. Like how do you even pick one? Or do you do like a whole bunch of them? Everyone's 
an individual and there are going to be different things that draw your attention. It's kind of like the stuffed wiener reading. It's like, are you going to go towards, you know, stuffed wiener mashed potatoes wrapped in bacon that feels really heavy and hard? Or are you going to go towards something that's refreshing, maybe a green juice or something that's that actually gets you excited because it's really going to be about playing into love. Okay, so how, like, tell me about this five-star rating. Like, how does yes. that work? Okay, so I created the five-star rating because I, once I made this decision and once I got to the space where I was really excited about dating and it actually was fun, then as I met people, I would give them a rating. It would be one to five, and it was really based on some simple things. How much fun did I have? You know, did I feel excited about being with this person? Was it amusing? And would I want to go out with them again? And are they aligned with what I'm looking for? That's the other piece. It's like, this isn't about oh, do they like me? Do they like me? Do they like me? It's, is this person someone who fits with my love story? And so the pre-work is to really dig in to figure out what you value at this point in your life. Exactly. Okay. You need to know who's right for you. Right, because how the heck do you figure out if someone's aligned with what you value if you're not quite sure what you value anymore? Right. And I know that was my challenge because I would get really excited and I had this sort of sense within me that I had to be that kind of person that really accepted everybody. And when we're talking about a love relationship, you get to say no to people. So whereas so many people are afraid they're going to get rejected, we often forget that we do need to quote unquote reject other people in order to allow for the unicorn kind of love relationship that I'm talking about. And yes. I say unicorn love because it's the kind of love you never thought could exist, but it does. It does. That's the amazing part. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I've heard this from a lot of my married friends too, like when you've been together long enough, your relationship evolves enough times that that love can evolve, even if it goes through tough times in between. It twists around and comes out the other side and it's different and it can be better. Yes, if you have the skills. I mean, this isn't something that comes natural for people. We have to learn this. We have to learn how to be a partner for someone. And in my own relationship, I know that I have an amazing person and yet we've had some really tricky things and it's taken being able to drop the ego and say, okay, how can I be there for you? Which means that sometimes I have to let go of my own stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not a compromise or sacrifice. This is about co-creating with another and knowing that when we can support each other, And when you're in the right relationship, that's sort of a given at this point. When you're in the right relationship and you're deciding, because we've decided that we're choosing love, that then you make choices that serve the relationship. Oh, oh, that's so good. 
Oh my gosh. It's actually a really good place for us to kind of yeah. wrap up a little bit here because that's at the end of the day, mm-hmm. that's the goal. Yes. I you know. Agree. Um, so where people can find you. So Love Camp, can they get involved with Love Camp now or is it too late? If they're listening right around the holiday times, for sure. And any every I don't plan on stopping Love Camp. So if the holidays are a hard time for you, in relationship or not, um, it is sort of focused on singles because we talk about creating love, but that doesn't mean you can't in a relationship either. So yes, of course. Come okay. Reach so, out. And that's on your website, which yes. is... Big Happy Love. Big Happy Awesome. I love, I love it. I love it. Um, you also talked about Love Muffin coaching. So yes. are these two like kind of subsets of what yeah, you love do? Yeah, Love Muffin is the private coaching program. It's my most um, hands-on, I guess, has the most personal touch to it. And it really is the spiritual, playful path to love. We work together. We do rim sessions there's all sorts of transformation that happens because when we found ourselves single for a while or just coming out of a hard relationship and we're wanting something totally different it takes breaking the old habits takes learning what it means to be in a healthy happy loving relationship and it takes creating new love habits so that's a practice oh my god like training Totally. And, and, you know, you can, you can also get more of Macy just checking out her YouTube channel. She's got is yeah. it Reverend Lunch Lady. It's Love Vibe TV with Reverend Lunch Lady. Oh my gosh. There's I, lots of videos. So funny. Especially love the ones where you and Larry are in coffee shops checking out possible. Oh yeah. <laughs> we did a, bu- a bunch Suitors. of different. Oh my gosh. Oh, he's well dressed. Very well dressed. <laughs> dressed to the nines and polite. And, uh, <laughs> you know, making eye contact. It's very fun. <laughs> so you guys, you need to go over there and check that out. Uh, Love Vibe TV? Yes. Yeah. And definitely, definitely, if nothing else, get your tarot. Yes. If you go on the Work With Me page or where I have my offers, there's so many different things at all different price points to be able to enhance your life. Oh my gosh. So cool. You are so fun. This is a blast. We need so to hang fun. out more often. I know. God, those stuffed wieners. I know. <laughs> Isn't it? You know, thank you, stuffed wieners, for showing up today, though. Yeah. Really, you know, even though we're probably not going to choose you, you've been insightful. <laughs> you're going to get rejected, but mm-hmm. you're still sticking around for some reason. Damn. Um, cool. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up by uh, leaving our listeners today with one final piece of advice, one little nugget to help them run their worlds in a bigger and better way. Yes. Okay. I love that question. And I like to say how you love your life is your love life. Oh, wow. That's deep mm-hmm. and awesome mm-hmm. and obvious all at the same yeah. time. I mean, definitely something that I think we forget. Mm-hmm. So love your life. Yeah. The way have you fun. want to live your life. How much more fun can you have? Oh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Well, let's wrap it and go have some fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming on today. Thank you. All right, guys, I am back. We are going to wrap this one. Macy is a blast. If you have any interest in working her 
go check out bighappylove.com. And there are tons of ways that you can work with her. I mean, just a one-time tarot reading. Oh my gosh. Like how fun was that? You, you I would highly recommend a tarot reading um, to anybody out there. And uh, the way she does it is just, it's unique. And it aligns with who she is. Fun. She is fun. And as she said, weird. You know what? Weird is cool. That's what I give it. Weird, cool, fun, exciting, amusing. This is how I want to live my life. I don't know about you. Um, So I hope you enjoyed today's episode, pulled a few things out. I would love to know what you thought. Um, Also, if you have a moment, I'd love to get some more reviews going on iTunes. It definitely helps to get the word out about the podcast. So please head over there to iTunes and write a review and share your favorite episode with your friends or your following or somebody who needs to hear whatever message it is from my incredible guests um, at this time in his or her life. A quick email or share goes a long way. Podcasts are becoming a real thing and I'm really proud of what I've been doing for the last few years and the incredible people that I've gotten to be a vessel to share their stories for. So um, thank you for spreading the word with me. And as always, any suggestions, comments, and more, please feel free to shoot me a note. You can find me on social media or NicoleDeBoom.com. That is it for today. You know what time it is. It's time to get out there and run this world. Have a great workout and I'll see you next week.